everyone, and welcome to the Jello Hell No podcast. I'm your host, HPAC, and today we'll be discussing the legacy of Jello as a staple in American cuisine um, before briefly touching on the literally hot topic of the Maui wildfires and wrapping up with my attempts at playing chess in a tournament in Columbus this past Saturday. So without further ado, let's get into it. So as you no doubt heard, the name of the podcast is Jello Hell No, and I think that really is indicative of my attitudes towards Jello. And I really thought it would be only appropriate that the pilot episode of this podcast would include at least some mention of that aversion and where it stems from. So Jello um, really holds kind of this complicated role in American um, life, as it were, especially in the last 50 years or so. Um, where it was a staple, I don't know, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I think some of that popularity spilled over somewhat into the 2000s and even 2010s. But I think especially in the last couple of decades, the popularity of Jell-O has stemmed more from a nostalgia on the part of those who consumed it in the prior three decades and less so out of um, an actual appreciation of any virtue which Jell-O at least subjectively possessed in the eyes of those who wish to continue its um, existence. I have a big problem with Jell-O. I mean, Jell-O is trash. It's straight up garbage, man. It's kind of like what would happen if Satan... Actually, that's gross. I'm not even going to get into that. So <laughs> let's just say that Jell-O really deserves no place in American cuisine as a whole. Um, and it's I find it particularly troubling that it's designated as a children's dessert, when by its very nature, it is just an inappropriate substance. I mean, when you take a spoonful of jello and it jiggles there on your spoon, there is something perverse and grotesque about the way in which it moves. I don't think that's up for dispute. I think people might say that I'm overreacting to it. But to those people, I have to say, have you seen jello? Have you seen the way that it moves? That is messed up. I think that people who wish to continue jello, the practice of jello, as it were, practice of eating jello, are deeply sick and demented people. I think their nostalgia has gotten the best of them. It's just a problem, man. It's a problem. At best, jello is bland and flimsy. At its worst, It is an insipid mixture capable of reducing the soul of the consumer to a state of anxiety, depression, and misery. That's right. Jell-O really has no place in American society. Um, I think with the recent emphasis in mental health and mental health awareness, I think that Jell-O kind of plays a huge role in preventing mental health. I think that it's just something that really, I think, big major steps need to happen need to occur to prevent Jell-O from becoming mainstream again. And I don't think, I don't know if there's actually any danger of that occurring, but I think it was only appropriate that I needed to call out um, Jell-O for what it is, the monstrosity that it is, and um, kind of just establish my my opinions on that subject. Um, Moving on to a slightly less depressing subject um, are the Maui wildfires, which have claimed the lives of 96 people to date. And while I'm not making light of that, um seems only appropriate that I would at least kind of draw a comparison to Jell-O, which no doubt has claimed the lives of countless others throughout the years with its just grotesque 
kind of texture um, and taste. Kind of getting back to Jello, I really have a hard time leaving the subject. It's just something that troubles me so deeply. What is it about Jello that is so grotesque? It is is it the bland, insipid, watery taste of it, or is it the texture, which, as I noted before, is deeply inappropriate and disturbing, or is it that precise combination of those two parameters that renders it such a disgusting entity? That's one of those things that's really gotten to me over the past few years. I really can't make out what it is exactly. I can't nail down exactly what it is that makes Jello such a disturbing substance. But I also have a very hard time understanding why anyone would want to put that substance in their body through their oral orifice. <sighs> Man, people are sick. Sick-minded, both in their desire to consume Jello and sick um, as a result of consuming the gel physically. But anyway, getting back to the Maui wildfires, I really don't want to make light of that. Um, I, it's a tragic, it's a tragic um, thing. I don't really know too much about what it is. I just know that like 96 people have died to date. Um, so my thoughts and prayers go out to those individuals. But I really think that it's important not to reckon, to um, kind of discount the effects, deleterious effects that Jell-O Jell has had on society as a whole. It's depressing. It's it's definitely bleak, but um, I think that when kind of discussing the decline of Western civilization, as um, historians will no doubt be doing um, in the next couple of hundred years, perhaps in some post-apocalyptic world, um, I think that Jello will definitely feature prominently in their discussion of what brought that about. So I thought that was just important to bring that up. Um, kind of explain the nature of my strong feelings towards Jello. Definitely, I hold no impartial attitudes towards Jello. It pains me to even say Jello, though I think that if you count up the number of times that I've said it in this podcast episode alone in these last few minutes, you will find that I have been suffering greatly on account of having to utter that utterly diabolical name. Man, Jello is just trash, straight up. Without a doubt. And I think that if there is one positive trend in society as a whole, it has really been kind of the trend away from Jell-O. I think Jell-O has definitely saw its popularity wane in recent years. No doubt in part due to the rise of more um, kind of tasty options out there. I just don't know what would induce someone to put that stuff in their body. But even to innovate, I think that that stuff, I mean, whoever came up with the idea for Jell-O was a deeply troubled person, I think, is the nicest thing you can say about them. But I think, I don't know, I think a, a deep kind of survey is in order into the nature of the person who came up with Jell-O. I mean, Jell-O is made with gelatin, which is derived from animal, like, cartilage or something, like collagen. Like, what is that? What, what are we doing with that? That's like animal bones. Come on, do better. We can do better as a society. That's like a very pagan practice, I think, to be eating something, first of all, which is utterly debauched by its very nature, but also to be eating something which not even vegetarians can imbibe because of its just grotesque um, attachment to the animalistic things. So I think there's that. I think um, Jell-O is, yeah, a major kind of insult to the vegetarian community. I think it's an insult to any sort of decency which people of a more Christian or at least religious outlook would have on life. I don't think, I think Jell-O should just be banned, I, straight up. Maybe third world countries could use it. Um, although that seems a little bit 
seems like a jerky thing to do. Send Jello to all, send all our Jello, all our surplus Jello from the '60s to freaking Somalia or something. I don't know. Jell-O, something needs to be done with it, though. Does that does does Jello constitute as hazardous waste? I mean, I don't think it's radioactive. I think it's spiritually radioactive. I think there's something about Jello that really is just so deleterious to the soul of the consumer as well as the physical outlook. I don't think Jello has any really healthy properties, although I think at one point it, it might have even be touted as having such, but um, I really don't think that there's anything within Jello that makes it necessary to kind of maintain its place um, either in society or in the way that it's perceived by society. Because even with its waning popularity, I think, still think there's a faction of people who'd at least like to maintain a positive reminiscence of Jell-O um, from their childhood. But I think it's important to kind of expunge that sort of perception from these people's minds to kind of educate them and make them realize that Jell-O is demonic. Um, it is quite literally the spawn of Satan. And I know that's a misuse of the word literally, but it might be. It might be true. I think, I think it's the kind of the similarities between Spawn, like as frogs have it, and Jello are quite similar. So I think that that um, analogy kind of carries a lot of water, just like Jello does. <sighs> Man, Jello is evil. Anyway, the thing that kind of triggered my my um my obsession with Jello and just kind of my deep repugnance of it. Um, there was this kid in my high school class. He always had a Jello cup. Now, what are you doing in high school eating Jello? I mean, I know I discussed the perverse nature of Jello and how it should not be for kids earlier, but I mean, what about high school students? I mean, where is your taste, my friend? Why are you eating Jello as a 17-year-old? And the way he ate Jello, I mean, we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty about the character of this individual, but the way he ate Jello was kind of on a par to make me want to lose my lunch, um, both the stuff that I had had already eaten and the stuff that I had in front of me. Oh, I mean, it was it was deeply disturbing spectacle. So I think there's something to be said about the people who enjoy Jello in the present day. I think they're all probably pederasts and um, such like. But we don't need to get into all that business. That's uh, it's a disturbing topic, and I really want to move on to something lighter. So I did mention the um, the Maui wildfires as a possible solution, although that in itself does possess something that is, you know, somewhat disturbing. Ninety six people dying is no small deal. Um, um, oh yeah, I played in this chess tournament in Columbus this past weekend. Um, it went all right. Um, my first round I lost to this Indian gentleman, gentleman, um, actually he's probably like 14 or 15 years old. So that stung deeply. Um, but I did make up for it the next round by beating his brother. So even though I don't possess any Italian within me, the mafia was strong at that point in time within my soul. Um, Oh, yeah, and there's another thing. The kid who beat me, and this was the only game I lost during this tournament, he had Jell-O in his lunch. So what are you doing as an Indian eating Jell-O? Isn't Jell-O derived from, like, I know I shouldn't be jumping to conclusions about this guy's religion and all, but isn't Jell-O derived from, like, cow bones? So you, as presumably a practicing Hindu, should have no business eating cows. So I think this guy needs to be really educated better about his own religion. Um... And really just kind of develop a sense of better taste. So aside from the fact that he beat me in a chess game, 
this guy further kind of heightened my distaste for him by his really just disturbing um, consumption of that substance, which from this point forward, we will simply refer to as DS, Demon Spawn. Um, all in all, though, the tournament didn't go too poorly. Like I said, I beat up on his brother the next round in a thoroughly um, revengeful manner. And then I beat this disgusting chap the next round. He had this stringy hair that came down um, and really a seedy-looking guy, to say the least. Um, but I'm not one to cast insults about. I'm a mild-mannered young gent. I don't want to kind of make this guy out to be something worse than the kid who was eating Jello. Oh, I said it. Sorry, DS. Um, I think there's something about chess tournaments. I love the game of chess. I think it's a noble game. It's the game of kings. But I think there is something about chess that attracts really just disturbed individuals. I think they're looking to satisfy some void in their soul um, by playing this game. I think that by playing it, they think they'll automatically be made cool. But with that third guy I played, who I beat pretty, pretty convincingly, um, I think an investment in shampoo would have been perhaps better than playing in this tournament. I think a long and deep rinse would have done him just, just wonders. So there's that. And then my last round, I drew. I was playing a relatively normal chap. Um, so I, th I suppose there's some kind of continuity in that. I like to think of myself as a relatively normal guy, although my obsession with Jello might have no doubt lessened that perception uh, you know, in my audience towards me. Um, but there's that, so that's really all I had. Um, I'll be back on Thursday um, with a rant, hopefully a little more positive this time um, than the one we've had about DS. Um, and uh, I'll see you next time.